the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. JKL Engineering, call them today, 401-351-7600, 401-351-7600 for JKL Engineering. This time of year, the temperature, it's getting chilly, it's getting cold. When are you going to first put on your heat? Call JKL Engineering, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Remember, estimates are free, financing is available for both residential and commercial Hey, face it, whether we like it or not, the heating season is here. Let J.K. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. Energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you're saying no gas, guess what? No problem. Let J.K. Engineering design and install high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL, licensed Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, JKL's reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. JKL, an approved National Grid VPI installer. They're also a Navient certified factory dealer. Call JKL today for system replacement, oil to gas, or for heat pump. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering at 401-351-7600. I'll give you that number again, 401-351-7600. JKL, they'll keep you cool in the summertime, warm in the wintertime. Estimates are free, financing is available, and the highest rebates on the market. Call JKL Engineering, 401-351-7600. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11, we go till 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Joining me right now from the Boston Globe, the guy is a uh, cranking out news machine, and it's (laughs) one, uh, one exclusive story after another. He's very modest about it, starting with in Roadmap Today. Uh, I think this is a very interesting development regarding the the attempt to try to change the state name. And uh, Anastasia Williams has kind of been the leader of it, but suddenly an organization has formed and former Democrat Party chairman Bill Lynch is suddenly in the scene. Yeah, John, this has been one of those things that, I mean, we, as, as sort of certainly your listeners know, and as I think as people who pay very close attention to the news know, there's going to be a ballot question this year. Uh, where voters will be asked if they want to remove Providence Plantations from Rhode Island's official name. Um, I don't think that the general pro- the public is paying as close attention to it. And what I was thinking over the last, basically the last week was, you know, normally by this time, if there's a big ballot question, even, even uh, you know, when it comes to questions we know are going to pass, like big bond referendums and things like that, there's usually a very organized campaign. There's you know, there, sometimes you're already on, you, you know, on TV with commercials. Uh, certainly, if, if you're watching any of the local news stations, you're probably getting some of the Massachusetts ballot questions um, already. You're see, seeing that on TV. And there's been, to this point, really nothing happening on the, uh, the, the support movement to remove uh, uh, Providence Plantations. And so I started to poke around, started to ask around, and sure enough, there's a new organization called uh, Unite Rhode Island, 
Uh, and yes, Bill Lynch, the former Democratic Party chairman's involved. Uh, Tony Pyrus, you know, former state representative yep. who ran for governor, he's involved. <clears throat> yep. And then and then Anastasia Williams, the state representative, uh, who you're right, I think has kind of taken this and, and sort of, you know, was the face of the uh, the movement to at least get it on the ballot. Um, but, you know, it, it, what's interesting about this, John, is 77, almost seven, actually almost 78 percent of voters voted this down 10 years ago. And while I think times have probably changed, certainly the moment uh, uh, suggests that there is probably momentum behind it. I think what Bill Lynch knows and what a lot of these guys know is if they don't do some kind of out, some, some advocacy on this, there is a real chance that this could be voted down. And while, uh, you know, whatever you or whatever your you know, listeners are going to think of this, if, if that question goes down, it's going to become a national story because given everything else happening in the country, People are going to say, wait, Blue Rhode Island voted plantations down. And again, there's all kinds of conversations that you could have about, you know, the, 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 you know, the reason behind plantations and things like that. But just very simply, I think this could become a big story if it were to be voted down. And here's the thing, Dan McGowan. I mean, I, back in June, I was at the Billy Taylor playground when Governor yep. Mundo, you know, made the announcement. And, and then uh, Mayor Lorza, to his credit, he was the first one to lead. But I, I haven't heard I, I'm this. This is interesting to me of can someone speak out about the name change without being called a racist? Because I, I don't see anyone on the other side leading the charge against it. And I'm just curious if someone were to come out and say, I think it's going to fail. Do they get thrown under the bus of like kill the messenger? Well, it's interesting. It, the, the, the difference between I think it's going to fail versus I think it should fail. Yeah. Is, are, are probably the two key parts here. I'm actually okay. kind of surprised that you haven't seen, uh, similarly, that you haven't seen an opposed movement pop up. Just because, look, if you're a, if you're somebody who's maybe a little bit more of a traditionalist, if you want to make the case, there is a legitimate case to be made that you know pro the the name Providence Plantations did not actually have anything to do with specific. It was or being specific to slavery. And so there is like, a, you know, a, a historical perspective, I suppose, that you could make the argument that this is a, you know, a bad idea. But I think you're, you're right on this. I mean, look, you know, do you want to be the person or the group that comes out against this, given everything else happening in the country? I think that would be uh, an uphill battle in many ways. Yes. And I, you know, I've interviewed Brother Gary on this and I, I'm actually ambivalent. I mean, if that's what it's going to be. I haven't done anything. I haven't screened up and down. They shouldn't. Um, I uh, it, it, to answer the question of how come someone hasn't spoken out in in two words, Federal Hill, the the right. protesters up on Federal Hill, that is that was a game changer. You saw the protesters, as you know, this summer in front of Mayor Lorz's house, yep. in front of Governor Raimondo's house twice. People are fearful of then being on the receiving end of that. Yeah. So I think it is going to fail. Um simply because of other developments that happened during the course of the summer. But you're going to be hard pressed to find. I, I, I am. I don't know of any opposition about it. Just a lot of times, I think, as this bubbles to the surface, it's also not on the forefront. Um, Sunday, I went and covered that uh, Aaron Regenberg protest and yeah. Anastasia Williams was there and put a sign down. And that's the first time I've seen a sign on it. And I actually kind of even forgotten about it like a lot of people. But I think that will be the challenge, finding someone that would say they were uh, in this atmosphere. I can't 
I, I can't imagine someone coming forward saying I'm against the name change. It well, would just and John, the this, backlash should be brutal. This could be one of those things. You know, we talk about this a lot with yeah. the the Trump voter in the you know you don't tell the pollster that you're uh, right. that you're with Trump, but but you end up voting for Trump. Uh, certainly, that was a major factor in 2016. I could see the scenario where you know if I if I were betting right now, I think I would probably say yeah. I think there's there's just been enough sort of momentum to probably have voters say, ah, whatever, I'll, we'll vote to change it. But I think it'll be close. And I think there are a lot of people out there who aren't going to speak up about it because it's not, why, why would you? It's not the biggest deal in the world, right. uh, but we'll vote against it uh, simply because, you know, you don't, what, what does it do? What does it change, you know? In that vein, just finally, I, I think the mail ballot thing, Dan McGowan, that also leads into political correctness. It's one thing, and I hear this from people, it's one thing you go in, you make your private vote, and then you submit it into the machine and no one knows, you know, kind of like the privacy of the ballot box type of thing. It's different if you have to mail in your ballot. People are still very paranoid. What if my boss found out that I yep. voted for this person? What if I voted against that? Um, I think a lot of people are going to be shocked. If you're in, and it's two different Rhode Islands. In Providence, it seems like a layup. Of course, they're going to yep. pass it. But you get outside of that, I'm telling you, the, the, everywhere I go, people ask me about those, um, as they call them, the Federal Hill protesters. And that just um, that 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 sent a, that sent a loud message. I don't think it's the message they wanted. It's really interesting that Lynch is getting involved in this. And Anastasia Williams, I haven't seen her anywhere on this. You also I am so intrigued by um, and folks, again, it's Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. There's a book out that uh, that you you're the only one that I've seen that's written about this that talks about Johnston, Rhode Island in 2016 going with Trump. John, you got to read this book first of all. It's yes, I love it. Fascinating. <laughs> called it, it is literally called Trump's Democrats, and they, they, these these kind of social scientists researchers uh, did, looked at three communities. They looked at a place in Kentucky, they looked at a place in Iowa, and then they looked at Johnston, Rhode Island, and they came. Johnston, they spent a bunch of time at uh, Brood Awakenings, and they went to a senior center. They did a bunch of research, talked to people, and they they were trying to figure out what is a traditionally, you know, a, a, a community that traditionally votes Democrat. Uh, you know, what did they see in President Trump? Because you remember President Trump overwhelmingly won in, in, yes. in Johnston uh, four years ago. And you know, I'll, I'll admit, I went into this store the, the, uh, to, into talking to these guys a little bit skeptical because, you know, you and I both know Johnson is more conservative than, than people would give it credit for. The, yep. the story of this, you know, it, it, this was not a blue liberal place that went Trump. This was a moderate Democrat place that went Trump. But what these guys found what was fascinating, I mean, there's a ton of comparison between Mayor Policina, who's very popular there, is brash and is willing to, you know, yep. be outspoken, and President Trump. And they kind of came away thinking and saying what, what you hear, I think, a lot about President Trump, which is, you know what, I don't necessarily love his style, but I like someone who stands up to bullies I, or I like a bully. I like someone who, you know, is willing to speak his mind, who, you know, uh, they, 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 they thought that other politicians tend to be wishy-washy and President Trump uh, is certainly not that. Uh, and, and so, yeah, this this book really kind of came away. They drew, like I said, a lot of comparisons between Policina and Trump. Um, and, you know, and they looked at sort of this 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 place that, you know, is very entrenched. It's a great sentence in, in the book. It's a great line where somebody complains that Governor Raimondo has hired 
you know, way too many out of staters. And aren't there enough Rhode Islanders? Yes. Uh, you know, and, and they say they're coming from they're coming from everywhere. They're coming from Missouri. They're coming from Connecticut. And the book says, you know, even in in Johnston, even if you're from Connecticut, you're 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 considered, you know, uh, uh, cutting the line. And I thought that was both very true and very interesting. And you know, it, it, you can loosely make that connection to the broader problem and the broader immigration issue in the country. And I, I think people did do see it that way. That that you know, if you were really passionate about immigration. Donald Trump gave you the best reason to vote for a candidate in maybe in, in, in recent history. Uh, so yeah, this book, like I said, it's called Trump's Democrats. It's actually out next week. Um, and it, it is a fascinating read. I read it over the weekend to make sure that, you know, I, I knew what I was talking about for it. And uh, interestingly, also Johnston, very similar to these two communities in Kentucky and Iowa, despite being, you know, obviously very, very different places, different landscapes, but same ideas, same themes. He tells it like it is. That's why we like him. And that's why they like, that's how they like their local politicians as well. That's why I'm popular in Johnston. That's right. Dan McGowan, two, <laughs> two different Democrat mayors side by side, Mayor Alorza, Democrat mayor, Palacina, Democrat mayor, Alorza, take down the Columbus statue, Palacina, Bring the Columbus statue to Johnston. Yep. Two yep. Democrat mayors side by side. Folks, quick break. Back a lot more. Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe right here on the John DePietro Show. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. 508 336 7801 MEGA MEGA professionals 508 336 7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers and won't come back to work, you need drivers, certified help, part time, full time, maybe weekend work. You need the professionals at MEGA professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out, they send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today 508. 508- 336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession. MEGA professionals. Call them today. 508-336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals. 508 508- Three three six seventy eight zero one. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 from MEGA, M-E-G-A, Mega truck and trailer repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections, and Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 
24-hour mobile service serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. 24-hour mobile service and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. We're speaking with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Dan, uh, once again, Rhode Island has found itself on a list that it does not want to be on. Yeah, well, it, uh, this is the uh, uh, the um, John. Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> Remind me which list we're talking about. Well, the, I'm sorry. The quarantine <laughs> list. Our numbers have spiked. Up. I thought you're right. You... There's a lot of lists. But you're right. But I'm talking about. I was just reading the Globe story once again. Uh, if you, in fact you go to New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, we're on. You're right. We were on uh, that could a lot of things could come into that. There could you know, be a book of lists with Rhode Island. That's a very good. That's my fault. But but I'm talking about just today, Governor Mundo press briefing. And once again, we are on that list that if you go to some of these other states, you got to quarantine. Yeah, I would ask you to, to cut this, but it's true. We're always on lists and, and, and you always go around, but you're 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 exactly right. I mean, uh, when you start to see, you know, Connecticut yesterday, Connecticut, New Jersey, uh, New York added us into their, you know, that no travel list. Um, and this takes us back. Now you now we're on the Massachusetts list. We're around. We're you know at the other border of Connecticut. You're on you're on this list. And you know I think the governor is going to have a very. Uh, I think today is a difficult press conference for her because you yeah. got to imagine she's going to come out swinging against the colleges. Um, she's going to have to answer some questions about what you know what's going on now that students are back and you know they they've handled I think the reopening of schools relatively well. But you are seeing cases. Um, and so now you, you know, you're, you're on this where you start to see cases spike up a little bit. And what is that every time that we have, you know, done a little bit more reopening, whether it's schools, the restaurants, you do start to see this, you know, this uptick a little bit and boy, it's just such a black eye, you know, at least even, you know, even though I think we're most likely to travel to Massachusetts and we've been on that list for a while now, you know, for a while we were saying, well, Massachusetts is maybe they're being a little extreme because we can certainly go to Connecticut. We can certainly do these other things. Now, you know, we're kind of an island all by itself here in the region. Uh, and, and yeah, I think the governor is going to have to, she'll try her best to, to explain that away. Um, but by the way, I also don't think you're going to see her uh, bend uh, very much. I mean, the governor feels like she's right about the reopening of schools. She's feels like she's done kind of the right things, generally speaking, on the reopening of the economy. So I, I don't anticipate that, uh, you know, you're going to see a, a swift crackdown in any way, um, uh, you know, in today's press conference. Dan McGowan, it is true, and we should point out, it is true, especially with Providence College, the other college, the, the, the numbers have ticked up as far as positive. However, we're not, it's not like the students are all being rushed to the emergency room. They're not That's in right. the hospitals. They're not overflowing. That, that was the fear back in the spring when they sent everybody home. We've learned now it doesn't affect everyone like that. So that, that, it, that the fear was that the, the, as, as the father of a college student, that they were going to overwhelm health yep. services at the colleges, right? The infirmary, the everything else, the dorms would turn into like makeshift uh, hospitals. That, that's not the case. However, you had a, a big story in the Globe that, you know, once again, boy, it seems like Providence College, it just seems to be a lot of tension with the college, the off-campus students, and the community. 
Yeah, this is one of those kind of age old problems, I think, at Providence College. As you know, I live in the neighborhood. Yes. And so you see that um, you know, every time, I mean, really every time students come back, right? Students are going to party, they're going to do things that students do, and it's going to, you know, make the make the neighbors who actually who live there full time, you know, it's going to make them upset. Um, I think what this did, what this outbreak at Providence College did was it adds fuel to an existing fire. And it, now there's a, you know, there's a health compo- component. And if I'm in LaSalle Bakery and some kid, you know, who, who doesn't realize he's got COVID, you know, sneezes or something, what if I get it? I think that's the real fear in the neighborhood. To the credit of Providence College, though, John, you know, it's early still, you know, they're just kind of getting past this first wave. They handled this pretty remarkably. I mean, tested every kid, every kid, every, every member of faculty. I believe today they're retesting every kid and every member of faculty uh, today or tomorrow. So, I mean, they're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars when this is all said and done on really trying to lock this down. I mean, they sent the people who did have the virus, I believe, to one of the local hotels. So they quarantined them. Uh, you know, they, they made it very clear. By the way, they don't have any real authority to say, uh, Providence College, if you live, students, if you live off campus, you know, you, you, you're, you're locked inside. But they ordered it. The, the, the new president there, you know, sent out that order. And this weekend I was around there and you did not see people out. And so the neighbors are concerned. And I think they're, uh, again, I, I, think, I think they have a justified reason to be concerned about the virus, but let's be very clear. The same people who are, who are the most upset about the virus are the people who are generally the most upset when someone, you know, urinates on the lawn late at night when they're partying. So there, there is that component of it. Um, but it's going to be fascinating because, you know, if you do see, right, this is very early in the, the, the reopening of schools. And so if you see another uptick, if, especially if it were to happen again at Providence College, you know, there already is pressure on the college from some of the local elected officials uh, to, you know, to go to virtual learning or something like that. And what the college says is, guys, you want to see, if you want to know what a financial meltdown looks like, if we suddenly have to, you know, kick everybody off of campus or, right. you know, if we have to reimburse tuition, you want to know what, imagine what Providence College looks like if it's, you know, really struggling with, with its finances. I think the governor's got a tough thing. You know, the one thing that works here, I'm sure, I wonder if you agree with this is, or the, I suppose good timing is the outbreak happens Thursday, Friday of last week. It's after the governor's press conference. If, if there was a Wednesday or Tuesday outbreak last week, I think the governor would have had to go on television and say, I need everybody to shut it down because yep. she would have, she would have needed to immediately respond. Now she's had, she's had a weekend to cool off. She's seen what the college has done. I think right. she's still going to come out with a, uh, you know, at least kind of pounding the, the, you know, the podium to say, we got to get our act together. But I think she, she has been able to kind of cool down just a little bit and she's probably uh, unlikely to take extreme action against the college. I agree with that. And also, folks, in the Boston Globe, I really like, uh, Dan, how you guys, you lay out all the different colleges and exactly where they are right now uh, with the tests. And and I agree with that. Now, URI obviously has a problem, but URI is the state school. I think what PC has to be careful is, um, you know, if you're going to make an example out of someone, you don't want that. But it would be 
I think they're going to be more inclined to do that with Providence College. Hundred percent. Right. Yeah, yeah, but they've they've gone out of their way. You know, as the full Rhode Island, I played little league with the gentleman. He's great. I've known him my whole life growing up in Edgewood. But he owns all those houses off campus that have the flags and. Um, Is that Bob McCann? Bob McCann, sure. Yes, he played yes, third yes. base. Yeah, <laughs> I've known him forever. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. Final segment with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe right here on the John DePietro Show. If it's time for a new roof, call R&R Roofing today at 401-823-1330. R&R Roofing. Have you been thinking about getting? Maybe it's time. Repair that roof. Maybe it is time for a new roof. All types of shingle, flat roofs. You know, it's so important for your structure, whether at home or work, you need a roof, folks. That is what keeps nothing else matters in your home. If you don't have a solid roof, call R&R Roofing today. All work is guaranteed. Call for a free estimate at 401-823-1330. The owner, Richard Rossi, over 40 years in business. Call R&R Roofing today. Call for a free free estimate. All work is guaranteed. 401-823-1330. Fully insured. And on top of that, Angie's List award winner. Over five years in a row. Now, I've met with Richard. Folks, he cares. He cares attention to detail. And on top of that, impeccable cleanliness throughout the job. Job site is waterproof daily. Call for a free estimate. And all work is guaranteed. That makes such a difference. R&R Roofing. Now, if you're thinking of having your roof done, maybe it is time for a new roof. At least call. At least call R&R Roofing. And get a free estimate, 401-823-1330, 401-823-1330 for R&R Roofing. You can also check out their website. It's r&rroofingri.com. Call them, 823-1330. It's R&R Roofing. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11, we go till 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. This portion of the program is brought to you by Henry Oil. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Call them today, 401-521-0200, 401-521-0200 for Henry Oil. It's not your imagination. It is getting colder. Call Henry Oil today. Since 1947, a Rhode Island success story, you can depend on Henry Oil. 401-521-0200. Set up a service contract, budget plans, lock and cap pricing. Henry Oil, serving most of Rhode Island and southeastern Mass. Call them today at 401 401- Five two one zero two hundred four zero one five two one zero two hundred or online at henryoil.com. Listen, it's going to get colder. You can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today four zero one five two one zero two hundred. 
We're speaking with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Dan, I like how also in the Boston Globe, uh, you guys had a great piece on when uh, the time that Ruth Bader Ginsburg, rest in peace, but she skipped the uh, president's State of the Union and visited Rhode Island. I can't believe this didn't get more attention in the days that followed Agreed. The, the, the passing. One of her most prominent recent appearances, honestly, in the last couple of years, happened yep. right in our backyard at Roger Williams University. She gives an hour-long uh, 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 you know, interview uh, uh, and, 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 t- and talks to students and it's recorded so she so you know everything she said she had to be careful she knew she she knew what she was doing by skipping the the uh the state of the union this was the 2018 state of the union uh you know of course she she said at the time that i had already committed to uh coming to roger williams and and i didn't want to break that commitment and you know people read it for what it was uh i'm sure that if it were a president she was more supportive of maybe things could have changed but you know, she really broke down and she, she really talked about the thing that we're seeing emerge right now. And I, I think what uh, is suddenly, and, and it's not going to change, what is going to be the most important part of this last leg of the presidential race, which is, of course, the Supreme Court. And she talked about, you know, I really wish we could get a day where where we go back to being, you know, more bipartisan when it comes to uh, the approval of federal judges. She said she didn't want this to become a political wing, the judiciary to be a political wing. Um, and remember, I mean, look, you know, there's been a lot reported about how she was very, very close with Justice Scalia, you know, of course, was the most conservative member of the court. Yeah. Uh, you know, remember, she got she gets approved by the Supreme Court 96, I think, to three with one abstaining or something. So overwhelming bipartisan support for her. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you get to, we, so we got to just kind of revisit it. I put a link in roadmap so you could watch the entire hour long video and, you know, you, you do see, I mean, she was obviously, you know, obviously she was, she's getting old, she was getting older, you know, she, um, but she was still, I mean, sharp and was, you know, relatively charming and, you know, could, could be, could be both funny, but also it was obviously very insightful, talked about the things that college students wanted to talk about. She, you know, really talked a lot about, uh, uh, you know, making it possible for everyone, you know, if you're gay to, be, to get married in this country. And she thought that was a really important decision for young people in this country. So, yeah, I, I was surprised there wasn't more on this because it was, I mean, again, it, it's one of her most famous recent public appearances. We find out Friday night she passed away, 87 years old, had been battling cancer. Sunday, Sunday afternoon, instead of watching Tom Brady, I'm in downtown Providence watching <laughs> Rhode Island's favorite activist, Aaron Regenberg, leading a pretty good-sized group for a short amount of time, 250, 300 people. And where do they go? Outside the offices of Senator Reed and White House, immediately demanding to put pressure on them to stop the movement. Well, now that, you know, they then let out a statement earlier, but Dan McGowan, boy, there was, uh, you know, that that's the first active protest of that kind on local politicians. I think that he, I know that caught a lot of people off guard. Here is the most undercovered uh, story, uh, yes. you know, inside baseball political story that we have right now. The liberals, the people, the Aaron Regenbergs of the world and, and yep. even further left of Aaron, um, they have no appetite for, I think, uh, certainly for Senator Reed's, uh, no. you know, willingness to, to yep. he, you know, he, he certainly tries to be bipartisan. He is a Democrat. He is who he is. But he tries his best to see things through a clear lens. Sheldon Whitehouse, I mean, we could certainly say 
he's a, one of the furthest left members of the Senate, but even still, some of the things he does, and he's been unwilling to sign on to the Green New Deal in a serious way and things like that. And so the, the progressives want, uh, they want blood right now. And, yeah. and they really, uh, to target those guys, and, you know, what they're, the case that they're trying to make, and you covered this well, is that, you know, you should use every tool in the toolbox to try to, you know, block a confirmation and, and things like that. And, and, you know, it is interesting, though, because I don't think that I, I don't think that either Senator Reid or uh, Sheldon Whitehouse really expected that kind of pushback, given, you know, again, certainly Whitehouse is going to be clearly the lead, one of the leading people in the Senate to uh, to try to block or put the brakes on any sort of confirmation. So uh, it, it, I think it probably caught them a little bit off guard. And you wonder, I mean, you know, it didn't happen this time around, but is there a chance that you're going to see, you know, maybe a little bit more targeting of these guys uh, in the next election or then the election that follows? You know, is there a chance that you see someone, you know, the, the AOC run to the left of a Jack Reed or, yep. uh, you know, it seems unlikely given how popular certainly Jack Reed is, but uh, that was a message. There's no question about it. You're right. They were able to organize relatively quickly to get a couple of hundred people protesting. And and read up for re-election in November and having protesters outside his office as if no, not a good look. An <laughs> obstructionist, not a good look in White House, who I mean, he that's who they had, he was on Rachel Maddow. They're counting on him to try to, you know, do some grilling. So that certainly um caught some people off guard. Um, Dan McGowan, folks, each day I start my day with an email from Dan McGowan. It's called Roadmap. And uh, if you would be so kind to tell people how they can receive it. Sure. Easiest thing you can do, send me a blank email. You don't have to write anything at all. I'll know what it is to rinews at globe.com, rinews at globe.com. You'll start getting it. It comes every weekday before 8 a.m. You get new reporting. Uh, you know, you'll, you'll get the occasional scoop or you'll get the story, you know, about this, this, this great book about Johnson and President Trump. Uh, so all that's in Roadmap. You also get all the best stories that are in the globe, really interesting opinion pieces, my own reporting. Uh, and then, of course, uh, the rundown of what's happening. Governor's press conferences today, you know, where's Congressman Cicilline, this rally is happening, things like that. So all you have to do, send a blank email. It's completely free, rinews at globe.com, and you'll start getting it first thing tomorrow morning. Folks, he's Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Dan, great job. Stay safe. We'll, we'll talk to you again. John, thanks so much. Have a good one. Saving, whether it's residential, commercial, seal coating, or patios, J. Perry Paving. They'll always provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Over 20 years experience ex specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating, patios, general masonry projects. Folks, this is the perfect time to have it done. Call J. Perry Paving today. They offer free estimates for any project. Their work is just fantastic. Look for them online. It's jperrypaving.com or call them 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. Visit their website, jperrypaving.com and also look for them on Facebook, J. Perry paving find out about the benefits of asphalt j perry paving 732 1730 have you been thinking about updating your website do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years contact karen etchels at innovast digital marketing 
Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Naturals at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401 272 3340. Did someone damage your vehicle, whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle? West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, weekdays 11 to 2, right here, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online. Visit the website, depetro.com, no eyes, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Folks, by the way, once you're there, I hear so much uh, feedback from people. Thank you. If you want to see some of the videos we've done where we go and cover the protests with uh, Facebook Live, all those videos are posted right there on the website, depetro.com. If you want to get in touch with me, log on to the website. You just click on Contact John, and it's uh, up to date, and it's going to remain that way. I mean, here we are in the home stretch, leading towards the election. All my links to social media and uh, all the exclusive stories, you can see it right there. Just log on 24-7, depetro.com petro.com and as always you can always listen live right there at the website ae mazika insurance services call today free consultation it's scott and alex 401-353-9300 folks ae mazika insurance services located 1529 middle spring avenue in north providence but you can call free consultation 401-353-9300 they're licensed rhode island massachusetts and florida it's very simple They're going to help you and your family save money. And maybe it's on your home insurance or life insurance, business insurance, auto insurance, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Look for them on Facebook. They also have a great website. It's aemazika.com. Call them at 401-353-9300. What about if you save $200 a month? It's like giving yourself a raise. How about that? An extra $2,500 a year, maybe even more. And also this time of year. Make sure you're covered. Maybe it's for your motorcycle or your boat or jet skis or an RV, an off-road vehicle. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Call them today, 353-9300-401-353-9300. Let them help you save money. It all starts with one phone call. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, 1529 Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. Why not? 
Let them help you save money. Give yourself a raise. 401-353-9300. Look for them on Facebook, and their website is aemazika.com.